Okay, guys, listen up. Seltzer is all the rage these days, and now there's even hard seltzer. Speaking of which, have you tried Bud Light Seltzer? so good. It's seltzer with a hint of fruit flavor. And get this, it's only 100 calories, two grams of carbs, and less than one gram of sugar. Plus, it's gluten-free. It's perfect for when my friends are bugging me to have a drink with them, and I don't want hard alcohol. I can just have my Bud Light seltzer. Thank you very much. I'm obsessed with the black cherry, but it also comes in strawberry, lemon lime, and mango. I mean, make that sound better. I bet you want to try them all right now, right? This is making me extremely thirsty. Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. I constantly hear from people that they can't lose weight. The diets don't work. Nothing works. They're born fat. And this is just absolutely not true. And I wanted to be able to help everyone discover the best way for them to lose weight. And I discovered that the best way to do that was to build an app that personalizes your experience in order to get you in the best shape of your life. No matter what level you're starting at, no matter what your dietary restrictions, no matter what your physical limitations, no matter what your level of fitness, I can build a personalized program that will help you reach your goals once and for all. There's a reason that my app has over 4,000 five-star reviews and countless success stories from people who used the MyFitness app to achieve their goals. You already know I know what I'm doing, and that's why you're listening to this show. So you know what? Try it for free for seven days. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes or just visit JillianMichaels.com. Hello, everybody. I have a segment. Yay. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not kidding. Oh, my God. I've been... um. Jeez, I see. I've got two non-parents in the room, so I'm not going to get any support on this. But maybe you'll have experienced well, we're it. We're children. We are. We are yeah, in your in the way parents. you were parented. Perhaps. Yeah, I cannot tell you how much guilt can screw up the way you parent your kids. Mm. Like, I love my daughter. She's she's a great kid, but she's still a kid, right? And she needs to be parented, and. So I'll give you an example, right? She literally would swallow you if she could, like physically swallow you. And she's huge. She's nine and she's a hundred pounds and it comes up to my eyebrows. She's a massive Amazonian sized child. She is in the 90, like eighth percentile of nine-year-olds worldwide. Wow. Boys, girls at every stage of nine. 98% tallest in the world. Huge child. And she's constantly, like, hanging on you, pulling on you. Like, she'll put her mouth on you, like, bite on you, like, like, pulling, hanging, like, Mm. crawling, rolling on you, pulling on you. And she used to do it to my brother when he lived with us. She does it to me. She used to do it to Heidi. She started to do it to Deshanna. And it's almost like she needs to be swaddled. I swear to God. Mm. And I don't, I haven't stopped her because I feel guilty. And, you know, I think to myself, like, okay, you know, 
she was abandoned the first two years of her life. And, you know, it's just like, then Heidi and I got a divorce, just all this stuff. And it's like, she's not trying to be difficult. Mm -hmm. It's the opposite. It's like she wants to, it's like a, a child that wants to possess you. Like I was talking to my therapist about it and he's like, it's like she literally would would eat you if she could. Because it's like mm. she just wants to like own you, possess you, ha- like completely like a, like a toddler, right? Absorb but she's you. not, yes, but yeah. she's nine. And it is exa- like sometimes it's so exhausting because mm. it's like you're walking up the stairs and she's like, she'll hang on you and you'll fall, you know, or like you'll be trying to make lunges and she'll be like, kind of gently like mouthing my arm. I'm like, baby, no, stop, huh. stop right now. You know, and it's like, or she'll be like rolling all over you or like she can't calm down. She can't sit still. There's like an, like an anxiety there, right? Mm. And this need to like wrestle, fight, be contained, like swat, held, contained. And like we've tried, you know, occupational, the, the whole, it's not that. Like we've been down all those roads right, of like, yeah. is it ADHD? Is it this? Is it that? Is it this? Is it that? And it could be, it's for sure like a form of anxiety without a doubt. But my Deshanna was like, baby, you know, you can't let her like do these things. She's got to contain herself. And... So I, because I was feeling so overwhelmed one day with it, you know, and I was just spread really thin, and I was just like, not in the mood, right? You know, when you're just like, oh my god, baby, please, you know what I mean? Like pulling, jumping on you, like hanging. She'll hang on you. She'll like let and it, and I just I was like losing my shit that day, and I was kind of short with Deshanna because I just had so much going on, and she's like, babe. You can't allow that. And I, so I get on the phone with my shrink and I'm like, explaining it and the whole thing. And he's like, does she do this at school? And I was like, no. He's like, does she do it elsewhere? I was like, no, she doesn't do it at karate. She doesn't, you know, wow. she doesn't, she doesn't do it all these places. And he's like, right, because she knows what's expected of her, right? And she adores her karate teacher. And she doesn't do it. Mm. Um, and he's like, you can't allow her to do this. You have to tell her, like, sweetheart, that's annoying. You have to stop it. But I would, ne- to me, me telling her to stop it is like rejecting her love so I don't tell her to stop it. And it's so strange because my, like, guilt of, like, well, because Phoenix doesn't give a shit, right? I mean, he was... Uh, Born in a corner suite at Cedars, you know what I mean, to uh, a woman, like, both of us, but, like, arguably a woman that loved him too much to the point that I'm like, Jesus, Heidi, back off, you know what I mean, like, just too much, like, like, volunteer at the school, you know what I mean, like, uber enmeshed and attached, and Lou didn't have that, I mean, sure, when she came home, but... The exact opposite. And for two years. Yeah, the first two years. The first two years, which are major, right? So Phoenix doesn't have that sort of, he does not, he doesn't have that need the way she does. Um, And he doesn't, you know, he does his own things that are nutso because he's a typical boy, but he doesn't do that. And my sort of guilt of like, well, Heidi and I split and, you know, half the time I'm not with her and, 
you know, and then she's a, she was already has this trauma from her earlier childhood that I don't parent her. It keeps me from parenting her the way that I should. Hmm. And I think so many parents do that. Like we're guilty about something, right? Or we're not there enough or we didn't do this enough or we didn't do that enough. So like we indulge in ways we shouldn't or, you know, instead of setting strong enough boundaries, because then it ends up becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy because then I'm like, I just need a break. I just need a break. And then I feel bad that I need a break. Then I'm like, yeah. I'm not I'm not equipped to be a full-time parent. I'm not equipped to be a full-time parent because I need a break. Like, what's wrong with me? Why do I need a break? Like, people do this full-time. Like, why do I need, you know, that I'm and ashamed. And they all need breaks. That I need a break. But you know that, right? Well, but, but the other part of it, right, is like I don't set the boundaries when I have them because I feel guilty. So I'm not setting strong enough boundaries. So then I need a break. So my, my shrink is like, if you have them 24-7, you wouldn't, this couldn't go on. Right. Yeah. And I, and I just thought to myself, like, God, like, how many of us have a hard time with that or like think like oh i don't want to reject her love or you know she'll like she'll go to school um and heidi is so granola you know what i mean like (laughs) the kids can destroy whatever and she just doesn't care i care it bothers me when they destroy things and you know or she doesn't care like a phoenix wears pajamas and i'm like he's seven and a half yeah yeah you cannot take him to the doctor in pajamas. He's not sick. He's going to the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But I got so sick of that fight with Heidi that I kind of, st- like, I couldn't take it anymore. I was like, I've got to pick my battles with these fights that, you know, are differences. We're, we're different. And so, like, Lou will come downstairs to go to school sometimes. And we live in Malibu. Like, the kids go to school, like, with their hair not brushed. Like, everybody's a hippie, <laughs> beach bum. And... And DeShanna wasn't raised like that, right? She was raised in New York. And, yeah, no, we, uh, did, we didn't even wear sneakers in, in New York. <laughs> I mean, it was... Like, yeah. everything's clean. Your shoes are clean. Like, you take care... Yeah. And, you know, like, she'll come downstairs and, like, there'll be a stain on the shirt. It doesn't match the pants. There's a tear in the knees. The sneakers are filthy. And she's like, go upstairs and change. And Lou's like, I don't want to. Yeah, so going to ask. How did they respond to that? I don't want to, right? And, and DeShanna will be like, Lou, sweetheart. Go upstairs, change your clothes. I'll come help you. And then I, and like, and she's like, baby, cannot let her go to school like that. And I'm like, I don't know, baby. Like, I just like, I pick my battles or like, I don't want her to hear it as criticism. Right. To my, in my mind, it sounds critical now. Right. It's Mm -hmm. like, I don't love you if you are like, whatever. And she's like, no, she looks like shit. And you don't want her going to school looking like shit. And my shrink was like, your girlfriend's totally right. I agree, too. I mean, why? But can't like when you said to Shanna said, come on, let's go upstairs. I'll help you. Yeah. That's where she picks out her clothes with her now. She buys her things. So it's not criticism. It's assistance. It's, ooh, that's not right. Come on, let's go do it the right way. And now you're bonding more because you're spending more time with her. Right. Going over the correct, for lack of a better word, way to behave and it's to like dress. Interesting omnipotence, though, right? Like the child, so she'll come downstairs and she won't lotion. I think I, we've talked about this before. The child is the color mm, of espresso. Yeah. She must lotion. Like, on Phoenix, you don't see it. On Lou, it literally looks like we left her in the Sahara. It looks, you know, and I'd be like, baby. And it's bad for her skin. I'm but like, is it because she's the only one who is 
Doing black? That? No, it's I mean, it lotion. literally no, is lotioning. like. I mean, like, is it something that, come on, we all do it or. I mean, I do it. She knows I do it. I'll be like, okay, I brush good. my teeth, Lou. I take care of my body. I like, you know. Well, she's also nine. I mean. There yeah. is that, but there's also a, like a, you're going to, I think it's like a, like my, sh- I don't know. It's like this rebellious, like, yeah. like, oh, you don't like this? Like, I'm going to do it. It's good. And I'll be like, baby, stubborn is not smart. Steve Jobs died because he was stubborn. Mm. Like it's stubborn is is stubborn. You well, know it's what I mean? also. I mean, look, it used to be a a, a joke in my family when when my mother would say, you know, I'm the mother, right? But I have to say, it it really was a conversation ender there because the, the debate's over. She, it's it's basically the same thing of I'm the boss, and in this situation. You might not understand it right now, but this this is the rule. And to this me, is what we do. I'm like, is this sound critical? Like, is this critical? You know, or like, like her table manners and things like that. You know what I mean? And to Deshanna, she doesn't even understand how I could possibly think of it. That and my shrinks like she's right. You know? Well, because don't you? I, I mean, like even for table manners, it's. Uh, I remember my dad teaching us the correct. You know way to eat with a knife and fork or whatever. I never, my but, parents never But what me. I wanted to do was I wanted to emulate him. Right. I wanted to, I admired him, so I wanted to be like him. And and They do that? Said, and you've said it before. With fitness. Yes, exactly. About, but like, they're not emulating food. that. Like, like Heidi doesn't care. She's not into fashion or anything like like dressing. Like, Heidi doesn't, but Heidi does take care of her hygiene, obviously. Right, it doesn't but have like, to be fashion, but it does I also have to think, be. Heidi grew up in an environment that was so like follow the rules, follow the rules, follow the rules mm-hmm. that she's like she's gone the opposite yeah. direction of that. And I got a sick of fighting with her all the time when we were we were together, right? And I just became kind of like, oh God, all right, you know, like I'll like the school, like the kids at school will say something and she'll learn and then I don't have to criticize her. Mm. And everybody's like, well, that's you putting her in a bad position because no one's going to say anything to her, but they're going to talk behind her back. Yeah, and you're yeah. her parent and you're responsible and you need to do it. But I'm like, I feel so guilty and I feel so bad. I feel like I'm criticizing her. I feel like I'm saying, uh, you know, she's going to misunderstand. Like, I don't love you if you're dirty. I don't love you if you're not lotioned. I don't love you if like that it's going to sound like conditions. But can't you say it in a way you that can. it's not? You're right. You can. But it's just fascinating to me like that I am like, I needed permission. Yeah. I needed permission to do it, to make sure that it wasn't, like, critical or rejecting her love or, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just, it's, like, so gnarly how I think our issues and our guilt and our childhood stuff make us overcompensate in ways that aren't good for our kids. And not trust your gut. Right. Because you're just afraid you're going to fuck her up. Yes. All right, guys, Rothy's are sustainable, stylish, comfortable, washable. Really, they're the all-in-one pair of shoe, which means they're the perfect gift for any girlfriend in your life or could be just great for you. Rothy's are chic, comfortable, and they go with everything, whatever you like or whatever your friends might like, whether it's a wild leopard print Chelsea boot or the classic black flat, which I happen to love. Pick out a pair for you, pick out a pair for a friend, or get them a gift card and let your friends use. And if you order by December 20th, Rothy's will deliver by December 25th. Plus, Rothy's makes it easy because they're always 
coming with free returns and free exchanges. So if the color you choose isn't your friend's thing, she can easily get a color she'll love. Check out all the amazing styles available right now and give the gift of comfort, style, and sustainability by going to rothys.com slash Jillian. That's rothys, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash Jillian. One more time, people, rothys.com slash Jillian. Cindy has been taking her vitamins, people, and she's been taking Rituals Essentials for about six months now. And the fact that it's just two capsules once a day instead of a handful of vitamins makes it really easy for her. And you don't want to see an unhappy Cindy. Trust me, it's not cute. Rituals Essentials has everything from D3 to Omega-3, all in a clean, absorbable form, no shady ingredients or additives. And now there's also Essentials for Women 50+, a multivitamin tailor-made for postmenopausal women. And Rituals launching gift cards, so you'll be able to give them as a gift for the holidays. Better health doesn't happen overnight. And right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash Jillian. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Just visit ritual.com slash Jillian to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash Jillian. We're rolling again. Rolling, 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 rolling. Get your doggies rolling, roll hide. I watched the yeah. timer. That was about four seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's fourteen <laughs> seconds. Is I think fair use or something. Uh, yeah. Cindy okay. wants me to talk about the holidays. I well, blogged about it. Season. I've vlogged about it. Yeah, I've been vlogging. I've, I've been seeing. I'm watching. a vlogger. Very good. Yeah, I've been vlogging. Um. And now I'll podcast about it. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, guys, this shouldn't be a thing. I, I got to tell you, I don't understand how it becomes a thing, like holiday weight gain. And I, I think it has something to do with everything that we've been talking about this month, you know, with seasonal something disorder. Affected disorder. Seasonal affected disorder, right? Like, <laughs> it's dark, it's cold, you're, you know, it's harder to get out, it's tougher to get outside, you want to cozy up with an eggnog or, I don't know, whatever the hot dot, eggnog. People, I don't like eggnog. Right? I don't either. Nope. Yeah. I like the flavor of it, but I don't like I don't think like, I would like an nutmeg. eggnog. Is it nutmeg? It's a lot of nutmeg, yeah. Raw eggs, though, isn't it? Well, te- yeah, the, the, the proper one, but the one you get in the store is just like heavy cream and flavoring. <gasps> oh, yeah. Mm. No. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, like it, you know, so it's, I think seasonally speaking, it's like harder to get outside. We're not as active. We, you know, maybe you are a little bit of a funk and you're looking for a thrill and food provides that. But if you look at this literally, like without that component, you only have a few days, dude. We're talking about Thanksgiving. I mean, none of us are five. We're not trick-or-treating, so you don't get Halloween. <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe you went to a few parties and you had a couple drinks, but, like, it's a week. So what do you do? Go to two parties? So, like, I'll give you I'll give you a Halloween party. I'll give you Thanksgiving. I will give you uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas. I'll give you a, uh, that's four. I'll New give you a Year's holiday Year's. party. And I'll give you New Year's Eve. That's six. If you're Jewish, I'll give you... You don't get all seven days of that Hanukkah thing. I, by the way, my Isn't mom's a Jew, so technically I'm a Jew, so don't get mad. Yeah, but it's, it's eight. eight days. I'm not, I'm without God. I'm not religious. 
So please don't be offended. Uh, like ethnically speaking, my dad is Greek Orthodox and my mom is a Jew. So I'm the whole, th- I get it all. I don't care what God you pray to. Just you don't get more than one or two days of Hanukkah. That's it. I don't give a shit how many religiously you get food wise. You don't get more than two <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. So like if we've got three months, October, November, December, I've given you six days. Six max, right? You want to go banana pants and eat 3,000 calories over six days. Okay. So let's say you are burning 1,800 calories. So six days we put on, that's not even two pounds, the excess calories. So like if you were burning 1,800 and you've eaten 3,000, that's 1,200 times six. What is that? That's like 6,800 calories. Two pounds is 7,500 or 7,000. Two pounds is 7,000. I have a math glaze on my Bottom line. Okay, put it this way. Here it is. It's not even two pounds, right? So, yeah, maybe you're holding a little fluid. Like, if you went nutso on those six days. The problem is that we look at the season and we feel like it's a license to be less active, stay in, cozy up, and eat more. And it, it isn't. You've got to treat this period of time like you would every other day of your life. You know, you still can't overeat because it's cloudy outside. And... You can enjoy those holidays just the way I've said. And by the way, if you want to offset them, you eat a little bit less the other days of the week or you move an extra workout session and you're covered. You know, get a fourth workout in that week. Work out in your living room. There's uh, literally like I we just did a whole thing on my podcast. or I'm sorry, on my newsletter <laughs> for crying out loud. I don't even know where the fuck <laughs> I am. What form of media I'm talking in. Um. We did a whole thing uh, like where I did a, a healthy holiday feast, right, of like all your favorite recipes redone because that's another option. And it's like, okay, bake Brussels sprouts. You don't need the casseroles. You, you know, like roasted yeah, potatoes, not yams, all that stuff with a full menu. And then I also incor- incorporated, we added a bunch of hit workouts to the app. They're 10 minutes can do them any place, anytime, oh, cool. and get a great burn, right? So I put them in the same newsletter because it's like you can get 10 minutes in. Like, use the time off from work over the holidays to get those 10 minutes in and to practice more self-care and to sleep in a little bit and to take some time for a meditation. I mean, to do some meal prep for the week. Like, this is actually a time that you should be showing gratitude to not just your friends, your family, but yourself, Appreciate yourself more. There's absolutely no reason to go nuts. There's just I don't I don't understand. No, I, I mean, I don't know. Even it if I gave you six days, it doesn't feel good to me. So it's like, oh, there's something I would not normally eat, like say, like at a cake or something. But oh, it's Christmas. I'll just I'll have a bite. Yeah, a bite. But because if I eat more than that, it makes me feel sick, like pretty much right away. Mm. So it stops me. But but it's like. And if and if you don't feel sick right away, um, because your mind is still just so into that cake, just remember how sick you will feel. Right? <laughs> just, I mean, honestly, e- even if you do go crazy on Christmas, it's still one it's day. Just one day. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Or over three months, it's six that I gave you, and that's if you went nuts for two days on Halloween. <laughs> Stealing your kids' candy. Yeah, I mean. Take that time that you have off of work. Take that vacation and go skiing if you're in a colder climate. You know what I mean? Or go on a beach vacation somewhere and take a surf lesson. 
Like, get outside wherever you can, when you can. Be more active wherever you can, when you can. If you're going, well, that's just not an option. Work out in your living room for 10 minutes. Preferably 20. Oh, 30, even more amazing. I'll take it. That's going to be my my goal when I go home for, for Christmas is to make sure that I... Get some I did form give of you the extra. app. I know that's Cindy. what I, I'm. That's where uh, I am. I am turning to the app for that. Jeez, woman. And <laughs> I, I mean, again, like it's just find that balance. It's not about teetotaling. It's not about not enjoying your holidays. It's just about balancing it. Getting in an extra workout. Don't go crazy every day. You know, it's balance. You guys got this. Twenty twenty is our year, people. Look, everyone stresses out about planning their wedding. So now they're turning to Zola, the wedding company that's reinventing the planning and registry experience to help make the happiest moment in couples' lives even happier. You start with a free wedding website that takes just minutes to set up and customize. You can add photos, stories about how you met, and all kinds of other cool info for your guests, including your registry. They even have a frequently asked questions section for those awkward asks like, can I bring my kids? And best of all, you can manage everything online and in one place. And Zola has thousands of designs so you can easily build your whole suite from save the dates and invites to day of paper and thank you cards. They even have free envelopes, free guest addressing, and free online RSVP. Build your free wedding website on Zola and get $50 towards your registry. Go to Zola.com slash Jillian and get started today. That's Z-O-L-A dot com slash Jillian. Zola.com slash Jillian. There's so many paths to finding your family story. But whether you're tracing them generations back with a family tree or uncovering your ethnicity with ancestry DNA, it's easy to get started with Ancestry. Ancestry DNA can tell you your ethnic origins and give you historical details to bring your family stories to life. And it doesn't just tell you what countries you're from, it can also pinpoint the specific regions. I was pretty sure I knew where my grandparents were from, and now that I've confirmed it with an Ancestry DNA test, I want to see how many generations back I can go. It was super easy to do. I got my kit, sent in my saliva sample, and they sent me my results. Give it a try. Start exploring your family story today. Simply head to my URL at Ancestry.com slash Jillian to get your Ancestry DNA kit and start your free trial. That's an Ancestry DNA kit and a free trial at Ancestry.com slash Jillian. One more time, guys. It's Ancestry.com slash Jillian. Schminderdugs. Yes, um, Jillian something. <laughs> I got nothing. Uh, no. Well, we had a we had an email question that seems to be a segment in of itself. Um, <laughs> is that how it's in in and of itself? In, in of itself. end of itself. Yes. In there end of itself. End of itself. Yeah. Sounds like a soap opera. Um, yeah. So Laura was talking about. Um, she watched some documentaries. Okay. Uh, three documentaries. Um, awesome sauce. And uh, they were talking about animal-based diet causing cancer, diabetes, and heart disease. God, everyone's talking about and, these documentaries. And yeah, it totally freaked her out. She said, I-, I don't know what's right anymore. The movie suggests that all animal products cause inflammation and health problems, even eggs, yogurt, and cheese. And never in my life would I think about becoming a vegan 
but how do I just get this information about the dangers of animal-based diets out of my mind? Okay. Um, I mean, we've we've sort of talked about this uh, a little bit, and I think you we had a caller that said her coach like watched yes. the documentary, and these documentaries must be powerful stuff because Jake <laughs> called me about the same thing, Pretty and powerful. then my girlfriend's brother and sister both called me about the same thing, and I asked Jake and I asked um, Deshanna's brother and sister, I was like, tell me something, do they talk about the quality of the meat? Mm. And they told me, at least in Forks Over Knives, no. Like, they don't differentiate between grass-fed beef that's, you know, that's no hormones, no antibiotics, takes six years to get to slaughter, versus, um, you know, conventionally raised on genetically engineered corn and soy and feedlots with hormones. Like, they're not differentiating that. So that is literally night and day. When it comes to food and nutrition, the quality of dairy with the hormones and the antibiotics and all the crap that gets added into this stuff, food dyes into farm-raised salmon that are fed corn. Mm. That are, I mean, literally right now, to give you an idea, I want to give you a visual. I want you to Google grass-fed versus conventionally raised beef or grass-fed versus corn-fed or farm-raised salmon versus Atlantic or wild. And you're going to see a slab of meat that will be the same cut, whether it's red meat or whether it's fish, right? And the fish is like thick and fatty and it has these thick ribbons of fat in it. Whereas like the wild salmon is red and like super lean and clean. It's a totally different piece of meat. Mm. You know, one is eating genetically engineered corn covered in poison and fed antibiotics and all this crap, right? And then died with food. There's all kinds of shit in that versus an animal that's caught out of a river that has been eating, you know, green stuff and the fat quality is different. Like the farm raised is omega-6, the wild caught is omega-3. So first of all, we're not talking about, they're not looking at that, right? So yeah, I mean, and, and by the way, when you look at another extreme, the opposite side of that spectrum, which is keto, they're like, oh my God, this diet reversed my type 2 diabetes. And, and I'm thinking to myself, well, the only way you got type 2 diabetes <laughs> is if you were eating complete shit and too much of it and not moving at all. So yeah, anything's going to be better than that, right? So again, we're not looking at what that keto person was eating before they went keto, for them to turn around and tell me it changed their diabetes? Do you know what you have to do to give yourself an adult onset? Or it's not no longer that because kids can get it. Type 2 diabetes? You have to slam your body with so much shit that your body literally becomes resistant to insulin. Because insulin's job is to take sugar out of the bloodstream, right? So we eat a bunch of stuff, turns into blood sugar. Your pancreas dumps insulin. Insulin takes the sugar out of the blood. When you eat so much of it that your body can no longer do its job, like, my point is... The keto people aren't, like, there's no conversation about that, of like, wow, you what were you doing before that? Or a vegan's like, what kind of diet are you comparing this to? So the, the problem with being vegan, and trust me, like, I would give, and I like, for those of you that want to get pissed, trust me, join the keto people. They're pissed, too, because I don't subscribe <laughs> to anything extreme. The reality is, like, I would love, I want to do it personally because I love animals. I don't like killing ants. I fucking hate it. it. It's just that if we're talking about health, I've got to tell you what I've learned and 
what I know, and it's not just me, guys. So when everybody tries to attack me, remember that every book I've written that's a New York Times bestseller was written with a board-certified endocrinologist, one of the top registered dietitians with an advanced degree in the country. Like This is not, like, whether it's a book on pregnancy, I had five doctors on that book. From OBGYNs and endocrinologists, some pediatricians, to, I mean, you name it. Like, I work with the best of the best. There's a reason I'm giving you this information. It's not coming from me. So, I, I believe that being vegan is better for the planet, and I'm an animal lover. But if you think it's better for your health, it isn't. And it's about clean meat and people there's no such thing yeah there, there is what i'm what i am referring to is let's say you shot a deer out in the woods right or the closest thing you're not a hunter the closest thing we can get to that is like a farmer who grass you know feeds his cows they don't have hormones they don't have antibiotics it takes six years to get to slaughter the cows lived a good life and you're eating that meat right and they use every part of the animal and it's more ethical. And yes, I know grass-fed isn't good for the environment and we're cutting down trees. I know it. That's why we don't need to eat it all the time. You know, once every two weeks would actually be enough. Be enough. Once a week, I tend to do red meat. Like once every two weeks, personally. I don't even like meat. I really don't. I don't love it. I don't eat it often. I don't even remember. Like I had chicken. I eat chicken, I think, maybe, maybe once a week. Wow. Maybe. I had it in my salad today, like maybe once a week. I'll either have like chicken tinga tacos or like I had it in a, in a salad today. I eat red meat maybe once a week, usually every two. And oh, I do have turkey slices for lunch sometimes. So, and I have sushi, but I don't eat a ton of it. I do have fermented dairy. Okay, why? Well, we've sort of covered this, but let's look at omega-3s. There are three different kinds. These are your polyunsaturated fats, right? And these things have been linked to everything from heart health, brain health, joint health, mood improvement. Um, and I'm constantly, it's like DHA, EPA, ALA. Forgive me if I'm getting one of those letters uh, wrong. Three kinds. One comes from plants. So when it's like, well, I'm going to have walnuts and I'm going to have flax. Here's the problem. The marine sources are the EPA and the DHA, and those are the ones that are better linked to all those mm. health benefits, right? We can convert the animal-based omega-3 into the other two forms, but at a very, very, very small mm. percentage. So you would need to eat tons of calories of that kind of fat to get enough of the marine-based omega-3 sources to see the benefits of it. Um, and not only that, but as we get older, our ability to convert those fats changes and decreases. Mm. On top of it, collagen, it, animals, it, like, I, I've spoken to dermatologists, the best in the world, right? And Look at burn victims. There's study after study. They don't heal. Their skin isn't healing right. You have all these different types of collagen that make up all these different parts of your body from the lining of your intestines, your ligament, right? Like all hair, skin, and nails. Where do you think you're getting that from? 
I mean, like, you've seen the multi-collagen, multi-collagen with MSM glucosamine control. We've had Shauna Ryder on the phone talking about Alaya Naturals and, like, oh, this one's for the lining of your intestines and this one's for your hair, skin, and nails. It's, like, eggshell membrane and chicken and fish and bovine collagen. Like, there's a reason this stuff, like, you're not getting that from plants. B12, heme iron. So when you're watching these documentaries, I think what's happening here is they're taking the typical American diet which is the same thing keto has done, right? Where people are giving themselves all these diseases because they're going through drive-thrus and they're eating processed crap that's filled with chemicals and they're suggesting like, oh, well, we're going to get rid of all that. But but when you go keto, you're losing all kinds of phytonutrients and, you know, no one's looking, like, let's even say it's clean keto, right? Where it's like all organic meat, which, you know, some people do that, some people don't. But, like, it's denying the fact that your body runs off of carbohydrates, that it's taxing the shit out of your liver and your thyroid, that there's a host of side effects from, like, oh, I got rid of type 2 diabetes and I've lost weight. It's like, we can do all that without the side effects. Mm. And with vegan, like, it, you could, you could get all the health benefits of getting off all the shit food without the side effects. So... When we're looking at these studies, they're showing you incomplete pieces of the puzzle. That's what I'm saying is that it's like, oh, keto reverse this. Okay, but it's not showing you what it's what the damage it's done on the other side. And it's not showing you what the person was eating beforehand. And at what point do I, I just want to know at 45 when I can do handstand push-ups and one-arm pull-ups what point am I living proof? At what point do I win the <laughs> argument by merely existing? At what point do I win? At what point does a common sense, balanced diet win? Looks like we're going to have to do a documentary on you. Oh. <laughs> the J Factor. <laughs> Okay, guys, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you get it weekly. You don't even have to think about it on iTunes or Spotify or wherever else you're listening. Mm-hmm.